Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The seven demonic spirits behind narcissism or behind a narcissist. Today I'd like to discuss this, guys. Sometimes when people come across information on the narcissistic personality disorder, they prefer to stay on the psychological aspect of things and prefer to understand and view it as a mental health illness. And that's okay. I believe that the actions and the results of this narcissistic personality disorder are destruction, not built around any kind of growth, and are evil in their motivation and the drivers behind the actions a narcissist takes are driven by a negative spiritual energy. So if you want to fully understand what you were dealing with when you were dealing with a narcissist, it's interesting, if nothing else, to look at the spiritual aspect and the energy around a relationship with a narcissist. If for nothing else other than to help you identify whether you were with a narcissist or not, whether you're possibly in a relationship at the moment with a narcissist or about to get into a relationship and you'd like a very clear definition or a clear ability to make your mind up in relation to whether you're with a narcissist or not. So let's get into the spiritual aspects of what drives this awful, cruel, malicious and evil behaviour, and I would say inhuman behaviour, of an individual who is striking through life, 
striking people down in order to have their needs met. And again, I would say to you, to understand it or to help understand it, I don't believe that this narcissist, and they're not driven by the same drivers that a normal human being is driven by. So we cannot look at a narcissist and question their actions from our own perspective of thinking no other human being would do that. So why would they do that? They're a different breed. And in a way, if you would could look at them as a hologram running programs on people, but not somebody who's driven by the normal human drivers to prosper, to advance personal growth, to bring other human beings in to a situation in order to form a team to make things happen. Narcissists do not have that collective responsibility or personal responsibility in their psyche, in their spirit, in their makeup. So without further ado, let's get into this. Can I just say to you, I always forget to say this, please like, share, subscribe. One or all would be fantastic just to get the information out. It doesn't seem to be getting out as quickly as other genres, this relation, this um, information on narcissism. So the seven spirits, demonic spirits that lie behind a true narcissist or, or narcissism in its purest malignant form, we're going to get into. And you can use the normal psychological behavior cycle pattern to identify whether you're with a narcissist. But this is an additional tool to basically for, take a list maybe of these and then put it against the person who you have worries about, concerns about, and use this as an additional diagnostic tool that could be a suggestion that might be helpful. The first spirit, demonic spirit, that lies behind the narcissist that I have down is the spirit of lying, the liar. And in all the holy books, you will find the deceiver and the liar um, listed in examples of how they go about this dastardly business. Basically, the narcissist makes up realities or takes the reality therein and manipulates it and molds it, feeds it back to themselves and then to other people as a different reality. And people can say, well, Paula, that's a subjective reality. And, you know, everybody has a different view of reality. Yes, everybody's reality at the core is the same and they can put a subjective view on how they what they want to take out of a situation but normal people will keep the core facts as the core facts and just say well in my opinion perhaps he shouldn't have done this or she shouldn't have done that but the fact and the, the core truth isn't changed with a narcissist the core truth is changed because it doesn't suit their narcissism. It, it in some way threatens their superiority, in some way is perceived as not being acceptable. So they will use their subjective narcissism to actually change the factual truth. 
And we often have heard that as, particularly, I suppose, with what would you call them, the woke sector, that this is my truth. You know, tell them your truth. To me, that's tricky because it's better to say, tell them the truth and then tell them your opinion of the truth. But it's very, very important. And this is where I believe evil gets in. This is my truth and his truth and her truth are distortions of truth. And truth is the one thing that keeps us on a good road and keeps us human and keeps us in the light and keeps us from totally disintegrating as people and a civilization. So to me, that's the devil's threat to our maintaining growth and functioning as a society. So it's a very, very dangerous area to slip into with a type of a wokey, it's okay to manipulate the truth. The next spirit I have is the spirit of envy and jealousy. I'm sorry, just before I get into that, I hope you don't mind me just slipping back to the truth because it is very, very important. And we get on to the next one now in a minute. I just have some other notes down here. So mainly the narcissist changes reality. The spirit of lying demon changes reality. They will change the story about their past relationships. And this is a particularly interesting one. And it's a particularly relatable one, I think, that most people that have been in a relationship with a narcissist will have heard a very different version of the truth from the narcissist, as opposed to going through the relationship with the narcissist, coming out the other side, then maybe meeting the narcissist X or hearing about the narcissist X. And it, the person that was portrayed by the narcissist does not exist. The collective opinion of the narcissist X and your opinion, having met the narcissist X and spending time with them, gives a totally different version to you of what the truth of that person is. So it's the misrepresentation of their past relationship partners. Their misrepresentation of people. Their misrepresentation of situations. Because when we leave out facts sometimes in a situation that we're relating to someone, when we leave out the pertinent and important fact, it can change the whole truth or understanding of why a person would have done something. And with a simple explanation of, oh, well, this happened before the person did this and then the person did this. It makes the action taken by that person totally different. It either puts it in a negative or a positive light. The other aspect of a narcissist being a liar and having the demonic spirit of the liar within their personality, within their spirit, is the denial of the truth denial of the fact when brought to them, the denial of accountability. A narcissist will never, ever, ever take accountability unless it's false acceptance of accountability. And then there'll be the back down on that. Then there'll be the blame shifting on that. And then there'll be the changing of reality on that so that they can get out of the accountability. Now, thank you for persevering with me. The spirit of envy and jealousy is the second demonic spirit that you will recognize in a narcissist. 
It sometimes takes time to discover these spirits. Your gut and your senses of the type of energy around you will have you on alert in your primitive brain. You will feel that there is something wrong, but you will not be able to put your finger on it because what you're presented with is the smiling face of the devil. The words don't match the feelings you're getting, but your senses are alerted. So observe the person you're with that you may have questions over or from your past relationship. Were they envious of other people? If they heard of someone's success, did they think that that was great, congratulate them, really be happy for them, be happy for you if you had a success? Or did they pick at that success, either subtly or downright, they don't deserve it, I don't believe it, um, that's made up. Um, they probably robbed someone to have that, you know, the real criticism and put down of the person's success or even the copying of if a person, say, goes on holiday, they hear of the person going on holiday. They're literally envious and jealous of that person. And they want to emulate what that person is doing or they want to do it better. That, if you've noticed in someone, is the spirit of envy and jealousy. And honestly, that's what drives a narcissist. Because a narcissist is not capable, because they cut off from their true self at a very young age and decided to rob, steal and kill to get their needs met. They're not capable of manufacturing a good feeling within themselves. They're not capable of producing those feel-good hormones unless they steal them from somebody else. So they are envious of people that can manufacture joy and happiness in their own lives from, to them, nothing. And they resent the person that's happy when maybe, they're, maybe they don't have great financial resources. Maybe the narcissist, you know, looks at them and says, they don't have this, they don't look good, they don't have, they don't have a good job, and yet they're happy. They don't like that because in their view, they should be happy because they have all these things and they're not. So they really put people down when they see the purity of joy and happiness in them and resent them and are jealous of them and don't like pushed in their face and will try and destroy a joyous moment for people. And as, as we've said before, joy suckers is, is what they are. Joy stoppers, joy suckers, joy preventers, whatever word you want to use. The narcissist has the demonic spirit of envy and jealousy and if you have something they don't it's the black and white thinking they want what you have and they also want you to want what they have they want to see in you jealousy and envy because they believe that everybody is like them and thinks like them just as we as human beings with the normal empathy and normal human beings and normal feelings we project that on other people and expect that from other people the narcissist with these demonic spirits within them and driving them believes that other people are the same as them so it's an important point to remember when you're trying to understand why the narcissist does what they do they do not think like you
The third spirit within the narcissist that I have down is the spirit of chaos and confusion. And this is one you might not have really kind of associated with the demonic presence. But this is definitely listed in the Bible, the Quran, any of the holy books, the Torah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If the devil can keep you in a state of confusion and chaos, you can't put your foot on the ground or your feet on the ground. You can't access your full reasoning and intellectual capabilities because you can't get a grip on reality. And the narcissist does this a lot of the time using this demonic spirit, uses gaslighting to cause confusion. This also mixes in with the spirit of the liar. So on the one hand, they're telling you not the truth. On the other hand, the one hand, they're denying the truth. On the other hand, they're telling you their version of the truth. Then you have your version of the truth. And then they'll mix that up with something else as well. They'll also do a push-pull on you where they approve of you one minute and they disapprove of you the next. So no matter what you do isn't right, you can never do right for doing wrong or do wrong for doing right. What they feed back to other people about you comes back at you, which isn't the normal reaction of people to you. And you literally don't know where you are. You don't know what's real. You, you forget who you are yourself because you're so busy trying to figure out what's going on to please the narcissist, to make the relationship work for an easier life, just so you can get through your day. You get so downbeaten and downtrodden with these demonic spiritual energy entities around you that you can't see the wood for the trees. You've lost the ability to reasonably assess the situation because you're too enmeshed in it. And the ground and reality are changing all the time. And one day you get a grip and make a decision and decide 
this is definitely it. They definitely don't love me. And I know what I've done and I know what that person's done. The next day they start to love bomb you, to question you and to even, even come to you and display a little bit of accountability just to get you back on side again. And you think, perhaps I was wrong. Perhaps I was wrong. Let's go with it again. And off you go again, putting all that energy into this chaotic situation to try and make some sense of it. That, my friends, is the spirit of chaos and confusion. The fourth spirit, spiritual entity that drives the narcissist, in my opinion, is the spirit of condemnation. And we're all way too familiar with this one when we're dealing with narcissistic parents, siblings, co-workers, bosses, partners, friends. The ones that condemn you, for, condemn you for doing good a lot of the time. Condemn you for doing something that may be in your favour, that's hard work on your part in order to achieve something based on a high moral integrity. Condemn you for being kind to other people, telling you you're stupid, they don't appreciate you, they're going to take advantage of you. This is the narcissistic perspective. Condemning you for being you, not allowing you your own opinions. Condemning you for trying to make the relationship work because you might be trying to compromise with the narcissist and say, listen, what do you think? Can we have a chat? If you do this and I do that, maybe, you know, we'd come to a point in the middle. No, 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 no. The narcissist will condemn you for doing that because you're wrong. It's your fault. You're bad. You have to accept that you're bad. You have to start doing things in the way of the narcissist. You have to stop being stupid, stop being kind, stop trying this and stop trying that. Do exactly what the narcissist says. In effect, the narcissist is trying to blow the light out of you and close the light down so that you go over to the dark side. And it's as simple as that and it's as dangerous as that. The spirit of condemnation, condemning you for being you, condemning you for doing what's right, condemning others for doing what's right. All the time, that negative energy is spewing out like a black poison inhabiting every corner of the place that you live with the narcissist. And indeed afterwards, after the narcissist has long gone, that spiritual energy can stay around you until such time as you can work it out of yourself by growing back into yourself. And when those thoughts come back into your head, and I often say that we remain spiritually connected to these people in our dreams and in our thoughts, because they confuse us to such an extent and they groom us to such an extent that we lose belief in people and the amount of pain that they put us through and the cruelty of them. We lose belief in people and we lose belief in good because no matter how hard we try, no matter how much we love, no matter how much 
fairness we try and exhibit, we're the ones left in a very terrible position of a cruel discard or financial ruin or brought to court where we have our children taken away from us, parental alienation, slapping us around the gills, the chops. The dreadful, dreadful things that narcissists do aren't mentioned often on, I suppose, clean psychology rhetoric. And it's not enough for people sometimes who've been through this disgusting, disgusting behaviour that's so self-serving and so vicious and so cruel and so lacking in empathy. And I think it's important to validate people's experience and talk about actually what happened. Talk about actually what happened, what you felt, as well as the theory behind their behaviour patterns. It's too twee for me to just go with the psychological aspect of narcissism. It kind of lets evil off the hook. The spirit of condemnation, the invalidation, the negativity, the blasting of goodness. The fifth is the spirit of fear. A lot of narcissists, when you're in any kind of a medium to long term relationship with them, will use the spirit of fear and they use this often, often with triangulation with other people. Often so that you will feel that if you don't do a certain amount for the narcissist, that there's definitely somebody better out there. And even if it's a very not using a person as such, the idea, the triangulating idea that you're not good enough and that there's someone much better and more deserving of them. Puts a fear of loss and a fear of abandonment into people. And if, if you were to be a critique of all this and be a critique of us, targets of narcissists or whatever. You know, you could say, well, surely when you started to feel that, this is what we get a lot of the time on these channels, on comments of people who either are ignorant, ignorant of the full evil of the narcissist or haven't been through the experience or are narcissists themselves who don't like this information getting out and don't like the fact that it hits home so much. Narcissists may bring up real people and push them in your face and have that fear going on for you and in you, particularly if they know you've had a past where you were abandoned or you weren't cared for by your primary caregivers or you were treated badly by another ex-partner they will have given you the love bomb situation will have made you feel intensely loved you may actually have self-actualized for the first time where you really felt cared for where you were able to blossom under the nurturing although fake love of the narcissist you you finally self-actualized they then give you the spirit of fear that if they leave you, that will leave you also. And that's where a lot of us have a problem in the healing process. We think that the ability to feel that type of happiness, 
that the narcissist was able to orchestrate in us using their hologram programming on us. We think that that has left us because the narcissist has left us and that that's not possible to resume it within ourselves or with another partner. And it is. But that fear is deep within us, that fear of loss, of finally having come home to ourselves. The narcissist creates the illusion that they're the owner of that feeling and they're not. They are literally empty shells, holograms created by, in my opinion, demonic energy. The real person is no longer in the narcissist. They're driven by this spiritual energy on a psychological behavior pattern that only causes destruction to others and themselves and themselves. There is nothing good about the narcissistic personality disorder, neither for the narcissist or the victim. The other spirit of fear element is physical. The narcissist may even not be fully physical, may even six months into the relationship have punched you or pushed you something or even just raise their hand and put it down. Something to signify, should you not comply, there is the potential for physical pain. That is a clever, conniving, underhand, dog whistling type of fear that's instilled in a person. Should the person try and clarify it or or give it life in their head or explain it to somebody else they probably couldn't other than to say I'm afraid the other person says what are you afraid of the target of the narcissist says I don't know I'm just afraid it's a hard one to pinpoint but you can now that you're getting the education and there's some people on this channel I tell you you guys some of those comments are, I know that that person has really been through it and really understands it at this stage because it's an intricate thing to understand. Once you understand it, the next that that goes hand in hand with the next stage of self-development and using the situation that you were in with the narcissist to fully develop yourself and to go on to have a very, very good life. But in any case, I digress. I digress. The sixth demonic spirit, spiritual energy driving the narcissist, in my opinion, is the spirit of cruelty and pain. And that in itself, I think, is the essence of evil. Destructive, pain, sadistic pleasure in another's pain. The power associated with the cruel act of a narcissist really gets them off. It empowers them. It encourages them to be worse. There is no crisis of conscience when the narcissist sees a person suffering. They literally get high on it. They try and make it worse for the person, which is a real sign of a narcissist. And I remember hearing a tale of a person who'd experienced a very harsh argument with the narcissist 
where the narcissist was berating them and berating them until the person got down on their hands and knees and pleaded with the narcissist to stop. Do you know what the narcissist did? They got worse. They came closer to the person and they went further into their face, shouting at them and berating them further. So there is no mercy within a narcissist. This is who they are. This is their modus operandi. Maybe even just 1% of the people they know in their lives will see this aspect of them. Maybe their family know about the potential that's there for that cruelty and pain. But I tell you in every narcissist that exists. People may go through a lifetime as the friend of a narcissist, as um, an interest of the narcissist as a work colleague of the narcissist and always in general be treated very well and if someone else who's seen behind the mask who's seen and felt the drivers that really drive that person and that person tells the person who's been treated very well throughout their lives with this charming charismatic narcissist this is what they do this is who they are they will be told in absolute terms no, you're crazy. So hold on to that, guys. If this narcissist that you're, you were with or are with or could potentially be with is quite popular and is conning a lot of people, it does not mean that you're crazy because you're the one that have seen behind the mask. So hold on to that. Narcissists, for the very, the very essence of why they're called covert narcissists, because it's very hard sometimes to really detect what real, what is real, the real truth behind this person who may be good at presenting quite a good mask. Others are much more obvious, but there are these ones going around and by God, can they do evil? By God, can they take a life out? By God, can they destroy a person to the point of depression, to the point of further? And the last one I have down, number seven, is the spirit of pride. The spirit of pride that a narcissist has is essentially the coating on the narcissism. It's what the narcissist choose at a young age, was to be prideful, was to feel superior, was to feel better than anybody else, and was to feel omnipotent, godlike, in that they were right, always right. Everybody should do what they do. Nobody knows more than them. They're the superior person. And anybody that even hints at not agreeing with the pride, the spirit of pride and who they are, will be treated badly at the very least. So we have a proud and very boastful narcissist who will more than likely present as the mo more overt narcissist. But the grandiosity is embedded in the humble appearing narcissist. There is a grandiosity there where they feel superior to other people. And even if they're say giving to the poor for want of an old-fashioned expression or they're volunteering in a non-profit 
they feel superior to the people that they're helping and they will mistreat those people if there's an opportunity to do so or they will troublemake within the organization because they feel better than everybody else and you need to know that and treat them as such or you will come a cropper because the demonic spirit of the proud one is there, the ego, the proud ego, the egocentric behavior where nothing else matters. There is no human empathy, consciousness or anything, kindness or any of the good human traits going on behind that proud, proud, proud narcissist who doesn't care about you, me, or anybody else other than themselves and in a situation where you threaten that you will be treated accordingly not everybody gets to see behind the mask i'm going to leave you with this guys but the people that do know what they've seen and it ain't pleasant and it is dangerous with that i bid you adieu until the next time Take very, very good care of yourselves. I hope you make a healthy decision in not having contact with people of this ilk. Because if in any way you're a threat to them, you will be treated very badly. And it is not advisable to waste your time or to have yourself manipulated or to be a part of anything that's going on with them. Because they can really destroy and cause a lot of stress in people's lives where people without that energy in their lives could be doing a hell of a lot of good and could be really enjoying life because life is short. We, we, we don't need to waste time in this negative energy and it does a lot of destruction, causes a lot of destruction and you have the ability to stand up and say no and Instead of partaking or even trying to fight that destruction, fight it in your own way by establishing you doing the best you can every day, you putting some good out into the world as best you can. Nobody's a saint, but do the best you can for yourself and don't waste any more time on narcissists. Thanks for listening.